Studios. This, this is After 9 with Scott and Kat. Okay, guys. We are so close to Thanksgiving, um, and good day, and welcome to the After 9 Podcast. If you're listening in the States, yeah, we celebrate Thanksgiving earlier than you, and I kind of like it that way. I don't like it too close to Christmas, so I love that it's happening for us this weekend. And if you- America will have burned down by U.S. Thanksgiving. No, I know. I know. What a um, mess. What a mess. I know. Such a mess. Did you see the survey? Which one? I had it on scottandcat.ca. I'll, I'll just give you the highlights of it. It says Americans are deeply skeptical about their upcoming election. 47%, nearly half, disagree with the idea that the election is likely to be fair and honest. Half are going into the election thinking the whole thing's a scam anyway. Wow. And uh, and they surveyed 1,500 voters for this. 56% said they expect to see an increase in violence as a result of the election. If you're one of our many thousands of American listeners, message us anytime. Slide into our DMs. Tell us the real situation. And you know what? Nobody up here knows you. So tell us your honest opinion. Are you pro-Trump but don't want to admit it? Are you pro-Biden and and are afraid of the backlash because maybe you live in a blue state or a red state? I don't even know the difference. Let us know. Right. The vast majority that I speak to and in just doing my my side gig, um, doing voiceovers, I do a lot of VO for the states. Most of it actually is for the states. And I talk to most of my my clients are in Texas um, and Mm -hmm. Florida, and they are mostly embarrassed. And they're very open, by the way, because I don't pry. I don't ask. I just it's usually a very brief conversation if I'm chatting with them. How are you? How are things there? And it's always they unleash like. Cat, let me tell you, it's fucking travesty what's happening around here. I can't fucking wait until it's over. Can you believe it? And uh, yeah, that's pretty much how the conversation goes. But by all a lot of them are almost embarrassed. Like you guys didn't see that debate last night, right? Like, tell me that was only on in America. Yeah, no. Oh, we were watching. So anyway, on the note about Thanksgiving, I got a text. Actually, one of our winners this morning, and I love this. So this is a winner that listened to us on the old station. Mm-hmm. That started listening to the podcast there continues to not only listen to the podcast. Thank you to cash, but also um, listens to our show at 91.5 the beat. It's as simple as radio player Canada app, plug it in. And there's a lot of other apps that you can use, but radio players usually our go to because it seems to have the best connection. It's great. So that's how he listens every morning. He has a question for you. Yeah. Did we ever hear what happened to Scott giving his future mother-in-law the Tupperware? Easy. You settle the fuck down. <laughs> he said, hey, he said it. I didn't. I'm reading you watch it. watch your mouth. I'm reading the text. His future mother-in-law, the Tupperware. I don't remember hearing what happened. But since we do have Thanksgiving here on the way, I assume you're going to go there to eat this weekend at some point. They are in your bubble. So I assume you're going there. Uh, yes, I am going to be there at some point this weekend. Are you Although bringing? there's a bit of resistance to that. Oh, really? Like resistance yeah. on their side or your side? No, it's resistance from a third party. Uh, so girlfriend is great and, and we're ready to go to her parents' place for Thanksgiving this weekend. Yay, yay, good, good. And, and I'm looking forward to it because they're Italian and they go all out. They don't make stuffing right. I don't know why the fuck you'd put a rice or put rice inside a turkey, Ew. but whatever. That's uh-huh. fine. Uh-huh. Um, anyway, her brother is, is now doing the inventory. He's like, oh, where have you been lately? Have you been checked for COVID? I don't know. Maybe we shouldn't go over. And I'm thinking, fuck off. I just want to go over for the food. And I'm good. I'm in a bu- I didn't <laughs> tell him minute. to fuck off, but I was thinking it. I'm in a bubble. I'm good. So I'm good. You- I don't go anywhere except the golf course and here. Where's her brother? I've never heard you talk about her brother before. So how is her brother uh, live around here? Have you you get along with him? Yes, no, maybe you're not oh, sure. Oh yeah. 
great guy. We golf okay. together. It's good. Um, uh, I, I just because the girlfriend works in education, I think he's actually more worried about her than he is about me. Right. I think everybody knows that I'm about as bubbled up as you can get. Right. I've been waiting my whole life for isolation. This is like a fucking godsend <laughs> yeah. for me. It's true. I don't okay. want to touch people when there's not a pandemic, let alone when there is. So I take extra precautions. I'm good. I'm going over for the turkey and the the uh, the rice balls and all that shit. I'm doing it. Is she using your Tupperware? Did it like? And yeah. she ended up just for an update for those that didn't hear. Is she going to use it? So the update was I gave it to her, fully expecting the worst, because you guys that listen and DM to me about that are a bunch of assholes telling me, oh, well, I hope, I hope you like or don't like her because that relationship's over and all that sort of shit. And I thought, oh, all right, well, I'm kind of into this now. I might as well just give it to her and see what happens. So I gave her the Tupperware and she loved it. Not only did she keep it and use it, but she filled it up and sent it back to my place for me. What a sweetheart. Oh, she's what a an doll. absolute Just doll. love it. That's love great. It. Absolutely. And you know what? Like I said, no offense, Italian people. I don't know why you guys stick rice in a turkey. That's not stuffing. But whatever. It's good. It's delicious. Whatever it is. It's not stuffing, but it's good. So I'm here for it. I'm looking forward to this weekend. Good. I've got Thanksgiving dinner with my mom, with the girlfriend's parents. Uh, I might even see dad at some point. Dad and I never eat together. All we do is drink together. But uh, um, I'll probably see him at some point this weekend, too. Oh, I love that. That's great. Yeah. Mine's all pending. I'm oh, are you actually going to stay in the bubble? Are you going to listen to the, the, the public health people? Well, my bu- I mean, my bubble is actually more than 10 people, and I've said this before, and, and that's really because my mom, who is like a lot of uh, you know people out there, the matriarch, everybody sees the matriarch, so they're a part of her bubble. So that said, there's actually technically 14 of us. But cool, the- that's way too many. I, way too, I'm, what, I'm calling no, the cops. Look, no, if, you're, if they're under the age of five, they don't count, in my opinion, okay? What? Listen, hang on, though. Hang on. So there's a lot. The, our issue is because I'm assuming you don't have a lot of little kids in, in, uh, up in there and around your Thanksgiving, whereas we do. So we have six little kids. In my total. sister just turned 30. Does that count? <laughs> well, I'd love to count it. I'm only a few years older than that. I'd like that. So, uh, so six kids. Okay, fine. All well and good. But the problem is, is the the kids obviously are doing different things. We had, I had a niece and nephew get sent home. They're fine. They're sure they're fine. It was one of those, it's a cold situation. So that sucks. But my brother, he's always very safe and he's awaiting results on that test. And I really hope it comes in today so we can be sure because we have shit to buy. Like I got boosted. I'm hosting, by the way. I forgot to mention, I'm hosting. So I've got, I've got shit to buy, bro. And he knows. And he's being so safe, which I love, but uh, I really hope to see them. And then my sister, they're all good there. Everyone's feeling healthy and well. And then obviously my parents are coming regardless. They look after my kids every single day. They are really, really up in that bubble. Uh, and then I might see my in-laws too. So on a separate occasion, of course. But mm. yeah. Well, um, I, I uh, will it be more than 10 people at once? Because it is conflicting information. I mean, uh, Doug said he was going to keep Doug Ford, by the way. Said he was going to keep his Thanksgiving dinner to under 10 people. But earlier that day, someone at public health had said, no, we just want you to be your immediate household that you live with all the time. I guess Doug didn't get the memo and he said 10 and then people were flipping out and all confused and shit. So yesterday, Doug had to come out and say, sorry, I misunderstood the the direction. It's just your immediate household. So I will eat with just my immediate household. But he can't even let some of his daughters come over that don't live with him. <sighs> that shit that sucks yeah 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 that does suck 
That does suck. And, but Can all we all just use it. some common sense, though? Can we all just be practical about this and take some common sense measures? Let's do everything we can to not have any spread, but still have a Thanksgiving. Yeah. Is that reasonable? Yeah, it's not an unreasonable thing to, to suggest. The problem is people will hear one thing and do another. So they'll hear, guys, it's okay, man. Your bubble's 15? Great, do that. Or, oh, it's, it's okay, don't worry about it. So if you hear those messages, then there's people just running rampant all over the place without masks on. And next thing you know, there is a slight... And there will be, no matter what, no matter what we say, no matter what the government says, you know, there's going to be a little bit of a spike, a little spike, there uptick. Will be. you know, maybe a week, maybe a week uh, from now, maybe a week and a half from now, depending on when we get those results back, but there's going to be a bit of a spike. And I think it's, I honestly think not that I'm saying it's, it's okay, but it is definitely to be expected. You hope for the best going in there and you never know what you're going to get. It's invisible, right? So some people have it. They don't know. We all know how it works and they're still going to get together with the people that they love. Did you watch any of the debate last night? I <laughs> Can I be honest with you? I only watched the highlights when the fly was on Mike Pence's head. Oh, for and fuck's then I sake. did I did that stupid fly. The stupid fly, which is amazing. Amazing, by the way. That's why Jeff Goldblum's trending because they want him to be on SNL and be the fly. Um, it's from a movie. Look it up. I actually have never seen the full movie, but I know of it. Anyway, it was amazing. That's the only highlight I watched. Otherwise, I I didn't really care too much to be honest. All right, I'll give you a couple takeaways from it. And and keep in mind, I only watch the first hour because I have a job that starts very early in the morning. But I'll tell you, it was a much more civil debate. Fine. Kamala Harris, this is the problem with political shit, is, and as divided as we are, if you like Joe Biden, you think Kamala Harris is a rock star right now and Mike Pence is a dunce with a fly. And I think that's why people are taking a victory lap on a fly when it could have happened to anybody uh, probably would have noticed sooner most people, but he didn't notice. So whatever, there was a fly on his head and that's become a big distraction. But part of the reason that's become a big distraction is because Mike Pence actually did a really good job. And I'm on the record as saying, I don't like Mike Pence. He's not very good, but he did a good job last night. So if you're a Biden person, you think Kamala Harris is a rock star. If you're a Trump person, you probably think that Mike Pence would be just as good a president as Trump because he was that good last night. Let's be honest. He was that good. He got out the points that he wanted to say And he shut down Kamala Harris. She's a career prosecutor. She is someone who knows how to make an argument. And she didn't get any real punches in on 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 uh, Mike Pence there last night. He held his own pretty well. And he said some things that I'm sure the average member of the public hasn't heard very often if they just watch traditional cable news television like CNN, because they don't really give the Biden uh, or sorry, (laughs) the Pence Trump ticket fair coverage. So uh, I'll play a little clip of it right here. Listen to this. And Senator, I I just ask you, stop playing politics with people's lives. The reality is that we will have a vaccine, we believe, before the end of this year. And it will have the capacity to save countless American lives and and your continuous undermining uh, of confidence in a vaccine is just, it's just unacceptable. And let me also say, you know, the reality is when you talk about about failure in this administration, we actually do know what failure looks like in a pandemic. It was 2009. The swine flu arrived in the United States. Thankfully, it was ended up not being as lethal as the coronavirus. But before the end of the year, when Joe Biden was vice president of the United States, not seven and a half million people contracted the swine flu. 60 million Americans contracted the swine flu. 
If the swine flu had been as lethal as the coronavirus in 2009, when Joe Biden was vice president, we would have lost two million American lives. His own chief of staff, Ron Klain, would say last year that it was pure luck that they did, quote, everything possible wrong. And and we learned from that. They left the strategic national stockpile empty. They left uh, an empty and hollow plan, but we Thank still you, learn from Pence. it. And I, I think Vice the President American Pence, people, I'm going to see again, can be proud Vice President Pence, I'm of sorry, what we have up. done. And Senator, please Thank you, stop President undermining Pence. confidence in a vaccine. I mean, all in all, Mike Pence did a fine job. And Kamala Harris did a great job, too. Mm-hmm. I mean, not to take anything away from either of them. They both did great, but everybody expected Kamala Harris to do great. They didn't necessarily have high expectations for Mike Pence. The fact that he did as well as he did... Mm, that's probably a dub for him, if I have to say so. Um, And then I want to change the subject real quick before all the fucking hate mail starts coming in. And you know what? Even though I think that was fairly balanced, people will still shit on me for being too hard on Mike Pence. I don't know what I would have said in there. It was hard on Mike Pence, but somebody will still shit on me for it. You fuckers in the well, media, you're always fucking Trump. Whatever, an opinion. I don't know. An opinion. What do you want me to do? They yeah. both did a good job. That's right. No, look, an opinion's an opinion, and you can absolutely disagree. You can disagree with what anybody says, uh, but just keep in mind, people have their opinions. And you watched it, you have an opinion on it, and there's not, you're not wrong for having your own opinion. That's how I see it. Yeah, well, it's not going to stop people from to change people's minds on social media. There's no shortage of going on, and it's really irritating. Really, really irritating. Um, I, I see talk- people are fighting on your Facebook now, by the way. Oh, fuck. What about now? Which one? Which, which, which uh, It was subject? a COVID post. or No, and plastic oh. straws. I don't remember. You posted something and everybody are, is arguing oh, about it. Oh, that's all it. they it's do. Awesome. I mean, it's their favorite. They're like, that's fine. You know what? I just, I leave it. I try to monitor for like language and stuff like that. And sometimes people give me heads up like, did you just hear that person call that other person? Bleep, 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 bleep. I'm like, oh, shit. So sometimes I shut it down. Other times I just, I, it doesn't shock me, really. Um, Mm -hmm. I want to talk about this fucking dipshit. I want to talk about this guy. Um, people make mistakes all the time. Okay. And he admits it, which I'm thankful for. But this weekend, country, uh, country music, uh, fans that are listening, you know, all about Morgan Wallen. If not uh, country singer, he sings a song with whiskey glasses, which is actually on my playlist. It's actually a pretty good. It's a good song. It's a good song. So Morgan Wallen's actually got a lot of good country songs. you're, you're, You're not wrong. You're not wrong. He's actually pretty good, but here's the problem. So he was supposed to be on SNL this weekend. He was told to basically not come anywhere near them because a video of him, multiple, multiple videos of him surfaced this week of him partying. And he had no mask on. He was sucking face with, like, from what I can count, four, five, maybe six women. Like, at one point, Scott, he's grabbing one, the ass of one girl while kissing another girl. Okay. What a slut. Yeah. So SNL and NBC, I think, you, you know, they're obviously, they, they want money. And, and in order to make money, they need the production to continue going. So you can't be doing that and then, and then go on the show. That's just it. So they're taking COVID very seriously. Although his recent test was negative, he says. And they did test. They do test everybody. It doesn't matter. So here is Morgan Wallen. I'll let him explain because in all fairness, he did come forward, admitted what an idiot he is, um, and basically realizes he needs help at this point. So here is what he says. What's up, guys? It's Morgan. I was getting ready for SNL this Saturday. And I got a call from the show letting me know that I will no longer be able to play. And that's because of COVID protocols. 
which I understand. My actions this past weekend were pretty short-sighted and they have obviously affected my long-term goals and my dreams. I'd like to apologize to SNL, to my fans. On a more personal note, I think I have some growing up to do. I think I've lost myself a little bit. I've tried to find joy in the wrong places and take a step back from the spotlight for a little while and go work on myself. I should also mention, let me also mention something. (laughs) How to piss away a great opportunity in one night. This is a 101. Uh, Morgan Wallen. That's what you need to know. But but Scott, you might have heard this story. Maybe, maybe not. Back in May, this is the same guy that got arrested for public intoxication and disorderly conduct outside of Kid Rock's big ass honky tonk and rock and roll steakhouse. What the fuck? (laughs) Arrested. A record. How how drunk do you need to be? To be charged with public intox outside Kid Rock's restaurant. I just assume that everybody at Kid Rock's Honky Tonk Steak Bar, or whatever the fuck it's called, is drunk at all times. Why would you go there if you're not drunk? (laughs) So this was so next level, his disorderly conduct, that he was arrested at the scene and charged and everything else. So he, I think, I know, I'm just going to throw out these speculations are you ready are you ready for me just doing this so dangerously i think he might have a drinking problem no shit i know i know how dare i don't mean to accuse anyone of anything because we don't know officially but i think he might have a drinking problem um he was definitely really really smashed in all those videos i mentioned too but anyway so if you're watching snl as of now as we're recording the podcast they don't have a backup performer but they will they always have people on standby so no doubt about it they're going to make that announcement soon because as of right now they haven't yet I wonder who's backup for Morgan Wallen. Like, how low on the totem pole are you that, well, if Morgan Wallen cancels, you can do it. Otherwise, fuck off. Yeah, how lucky would you be? First of all, you need to be close enough that you can do it and be free. A lot of people are and have something to promote. I, you know, they'll have no problem finding someone. I really do believe it. I don't know if there's any promises with that particular record label, if they have to go someone else off the label. But fuck, Morgan. Like, honestly, that performance and people maybe don't realize when you perform on SNL, when you do those things, you know, everything adds up in terms of people will have, would have downloaded his songs and would have looked him up a little bit more from seeing him on SNL. So he literally kind of pissed away with his dumb ass attitude, that opportunity. Oh, Morgan. I'm glad he's working on himself though. I really am. I'm glad to see that he stepped up. He realized what he did and he's working on it. So good for him in that, in that aspect. Can we talk more about Kid Rock's Honky Tonk and Steakhouse? Were you thinking you want to go? Because I'll go. Yeah, I want to fucking go. I'm looking at the menu right now since you brought it up. The very first thing on their cocktail menu, this is one of their signature drinks. The Steve drink. It's Stoli, club soda, tall with two lemons. That's a vodka soda. How do you know? That's a vodka fucking soda. That's a signature cocktail. Steve. Really? That's a signature cocktail. That's great. Uh, oh, here's the honky tonk tea. It's sweet tea vodka and lemonade. Mm. That's uh, an that's Arnold a- Palmer, you asshole. That's, <laughs> that's not the honky tonk tea. Not when you're at Kid Rock's place. Oh, can I mention something else about drunk people too, real quick? Because I didn't have time yeah, for go this ahead. this morning. I don't know if you heard about the, Su- Suzanne Summers. They don't know the difference between a Steve and a vodka soda? <laughs> <laughs> Aside from that. 
Kate, you and I have said, had stories over the years, many different celebrities. Jimmy Fallon's bad for it. Ellen's bad for it. There's mysterious yep. injuries. They'll make some shit up, I think, because really the truth is you were drunk and being stupid and you injured yourself. And it's right. happened time and time again to a number of celebrities where I'm like, you're full of shit. You probably, that was a drunk accident. We've all had little drunk accidents maybe now and again. So enter Suzanne Summers. Love Suzanne Summers. Love her. So she's going to be okay. But Suzanne Summers hurt her neck to the point where it required surgery. The 73-year-old took a fall down a flight of stairs with her 84-year-old husband, Alan. Whoa. So picture that for a second. Wait a minute. What's happening where you're both having a tumble down the stairs at the same time? Did one person trip and fall on the other person and take them down with them? Were they walking together? Was one person trying to hold the other person up? Think about it, right? So that was my first instinct. Toward the end, she totally admitted it, Scott. It was tequila. She was drunk on tequila and fell down the stairs. smashed on tequila. Um, And she said the good news is the surgery went well. She's on the mend. She needs more time. Uh, before she can join anyone again at the bar <laughs> for any of their virtual cocktail parties, which she said was totally the culprit, that in tequila. She decided to have a virtual bar get-together with friends at her own personal bar but couldn't make it down the stairs. <laughs> the Suzanne Summers, I love you. I hope you do well. And by the way, her husband, who, again, is 84, also injured himself pretty badly, but he will recover. He'll be okay. If you're drunk, you don't feel it as much. That's, you know what? That's the upside, right? You're a lot more limber and loose, and you just take a tumble, and oh, it is what yeah. it is. You're going to be a little sore the next day, but uh, a lot of people who fall down when they're drunk or do any sort of an injury when they're drunk end up okay. It's a weird thing. Yeah, I'm sorry. I hate to harp on this, but I'm still looking at this fucking menu from Kid Rock's Honky Tonk Steakhouse <laughs> well, here. And how, you, you didn't even tell us the price, did you? No, there are no prices on the oh, menu. Of course and I there assume, aren't. I assume it's a lot. Let me tell you, this place makes Toby Keith's restaurant look like Harbor 60. This is pretty low rent here, Kat. Like, on the menu, they've got the, uh, the big-ass dog. It's a giant hot dog with chili, jalapenos, and diced red onions. If you want one of their steaks, it's served with French fries, spicy corn... <laughs> Onion rings Dude, or a loaded baked potato. What do you expect? It's a redneck bar. That's like, it's pretty much in the title. It's a big ass honky tonk. Yeah, I would expect none less. I would expect wieners and beans to be like the midnight buffet at that joint. They have actual fucking moonshine on the drink menu. <laughs> yes, in a, probably in a fucking mason jar. I have no doubt about it. That's the experience of it, Scott. It's an experience when you go there. You want to feel as redneck as humanly possible. You go there, you get these overpriced no doubt about it shitty drinks and meals and you feel like one of the others right i want to go there and the first thing i'm gonna have a few drinks and i'm probably gonna pound a few of them like like i said if if morgan wallen got charged with public intoxication outside this restaurant i want to raise the stakes a little bit i bet i can get drunker and faster than morgan wallen did and the first (laughs) thing i'm gonna do is i'm gonna look at somebody and and just like punch them right in the fucking nose or something like that because it seems like the kind of bar where at any minute a brawl could break out. Yeah. That's what it seems like as I look at this place. Even the pictures, I think to myself, there's not enough Purell in the world. Mm-hmm. Not enough Purell in the world for me to have a good time at this event. But anyway, 
Uh, <laughs> we are running low on time already. Look at us. Are we? Okay, that's fine. We'll wrap it up for today. Thank you for downloading After 9, everybody. Still one more edition to come before the long holiday weekend. Yeah. Is there anything else we have to mention, or can we just piss off here? I, I think we can probably piss off. We'll, we'll, we'll talk to you guys tomorrow if any other uh, news comes down that we wish to share with you, which probably will happen. Thanks for downloading and hit the subscribe button. Bye. Bye. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance (laughs) recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.